0: What it do, what it do, what's going on, how everyone's doing well tonight. Yes, we're back for another wonderful, unapologetic perspectives. Maybe I am an a-hole. I am your host, t Holmes, and I'll go ahead and let the, the rest of these rascals introduce themselves.
1: Oh, well. This is me, the smartest man in the building, Mr. Marlin, a.k.a. Sasha Sach- Page, oldest man on the planet. Go ahead and
0: embrace
2: it, baby. Go it. ahead
0: and embrace it.
2: <laughs> oldest oh, <this> man. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, all right. Hey, this is, hey man, this is Steve, man, a.k.a. I always win, never take L's, never lose, uh-huh. a.k.a. Big game. Big shot. One hit a quitter. Let's go. AKA He Man Woman Hater. Uh-huh. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, this is
3: uh DJ Darker Polo, aka Nikki Vasetti, aka Barry B. I'm not gonna say I'm the smartest man in the detention today because I have better things to do. Uh and also this segue is what we're gonna do into the topics for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So my first topic what I want us to discuss here. Donald Trump has been sending federal agents to Democratic-led cities to counteract the protests. He's labeled it civil unrest in cities that are demanding police reform. Stories have been leaking out about people that are peacefully protesting, but being taken away and arrested in unmarked vans with plainclothes officers. Anyone's thoughts? T. Holmes, let me hear what you gotta say. Yeah, so with this, I
0: really, now I know that he's been doing this in uh, mostly in Portland, um, and mostly in Seattle. Now, I know it's supposed to be in Chicago, but are they in Chicago? I haven't seen them yet, because people still getting shot in Chicago. I'm just saying,
3: oh.
0: you know, this is the president who loves to do a lot of threats. Like, last time I checked, is TikTok canceled yet? I'm being dead ass serious. Like, my little nephew, he's 13 years old. He worried as hell about TikTok. He keep updating me every like every hour an hour. Man, it's still up, Uncle Terrence. But
1: I think Microsoft bought them.
0: <laughs> okay, but let me segue back into this. But anyway, I mean, this is really the America that we living in. Think about this. Like you, the type of stuff like this, you see this normally on TV or in movies or something like that. Like you, literally got cops dressed up and looking like they the Taliban and some stuff, going around just snatching you out the street, no questions asked, no Miranda rights, no nothing. Like. This is the world that's coming. This is what we're going to. And once again, this is the guy that's supposed to lead the free world. It seems like the longer he stays in office, the less free that we are. If I'm being honest with you, like, what's next? I'm, I'm, I'm just afraid what's going to come down the pipe next. But once again, it may be an empty threat because, you know, this dude mostly is just all talk but really rarely no bite. That's really what he is. If you really think about it, his followers got more bite than he really does. He just all talk. He just one of those that just get people riled up but will not bust a grape in a fruit fight. Real talk. That's what it just seemed like to me with Trump, but this right here is ridiculous, but, I, but everyone should realize this. I mean, it's crazy that you have these um, nonviolent, as far as protests, and these people are just getting arrested just because they're using their freedom of speech. But once again, this guy is not familiar with the Constitution. Clearly it doesn't seem like that, but I digress. This is a bunch of BS, but what else is new with 45 in office?
3: Okay, now I want to hear from Marlon. I think you're
1: on mute, sir. You're on mute, sir. Come on, Satchel. Oh, sorry about that, fellas. Shut up. Uh, no, actually, it's kind of scary. The uh, reason I say that is because I've, I actually saw a video with those agents the other day, and they were actually, like, it was some medics out there trying to help a protester. Now, most of these protesters has been peaceful and they still out there roughhousing them. throwing Like you said, throwing them in vans. Uh, these people, are, we don't know where they're going, where they're taking them, because they don't have authorization from the local government to even do this. It's like martial law. And that's what Trump wants to do anyway. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Frank. Uh, I forgot his name. His name French, but he was over Blackwater. Blackwater was a company that did the same exact thing when I was contracting. They would they would protect some of the higher-ups, Americans that came overseas, and Blackwater was known for just, if you got, if there was any interruption, they didn't care. They shot you and kept driving, and they just was on, they was like mission-oriented. They didn't care. So people were scared of them. So Francis actually got banned. He's not even allowed in the country anymore. He actually lives like in Saudi Arabia somewhere. But he's a damn near billionaire now because in his in, in the things that, that Trump are doing is the exact same thing he did with Blackwater. And it and it was just it it was looked down upon. And I think uh uh Barack was the president then Barack was like, hey no, we gotta you gotta cut this out. This is bad. Like, you know, and guess who Francis' sister is? Bessie DeVos. What is her position? She's education secretary for Trump. So, it wouldn't surprise me if he's getting information from friends how to do this because that guy was banned from this country because of some of the things he did. He made America look bad because his organization, with all they did was shoot and kill people. Even if people protested, my Americans being in that area, they did some of the same thing. So, I, you know, it's kind of scary knowing that, first of all, we got an idiot that's calling the shots. And I'm I'm pretty sure and I see the way they're doing this, it's the same exact way Blackwater did things. So I mean, like I said, I mean, just I just have to stay tuned and look, see what happens.
3: All right, let's hear it from Pete. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, so uh man, I just say this, man. Thank goodness for the, you know what I'm saying, rise of technology, man. Because stuff like this that's going on, man, if it wasn't for you know, people being able to video, you know, videotape on cell phones and things like that. Man, we would never know if things like this exist. I wouldn't be surprised if stuff like this was happening, you know what I'm saying, way back in the, you know what I'm saying, in the day when there was no technology where people could actually, you know, photograph these things, videotape these things. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's crazy, man. Like I said, man, this world is just going from bad to worse, man. Like, you you you, you got a woman over here getting snatched up. You know what I'm saying, and throwing in a and just throwing in a van. What in the world is going on, man? Like I said, I'm starting. I'm starting to get to the point where I'm not surprised anymore, man. Like, you know, this 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 Trump guy, man, is just. You know what I'm saying. He he, he just keep he he just keeps going, keeps doing crazy stuff, man. What if that lady would have died? Imagine that, man. That, <laughs> this dude, man. This dude is dangerous, man. Like I said, man. i'm not surprised anymore man i'm not surprised anymore man it's sad it's crazy it's scary like marlon said man and i I, i'm just man i i'm kind of scared to know what what's gonna be the next foolishness that's gonna happen man that's what i gotta say about that man
3: well for the record i think he wants to remove all episodes of the family guy that bear his likeness for future airing ever again Um, And pretty much, I'm still trying to figure, is this the America that Childish Gambino described, where they can just snatch you up with no reason, no cause, because you're just protesting peacefully? I mean, that should scare the hell out of anybody, pretty much. I mean, anybody with some common sense. And the funny thing about this, this is all being captured on camera. So it's not a secret anymore. It's not rumor. You have actual proof that this is happening. Unmarked vans, plainclothes officers, regular citizens are getting hurt. Regular people are getting locked up for it. I'm just trying to figure out how long does it take for anybody on that far, far, far right side to figure this out. Any rebuttals?
0: You guys got to understand this. I know, Steve, like, you're not surprised anymore. And that's correct. No one should be surprised anymore. But you guys really have to understand this part right here. Those people, though, are doing those uh, I mean, uh, these protests right now. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. But these protests that are going on. You got to really think about it. These protests are for social injustice, right? That's something clearly Trump doesn't care about. That's number one. Number two, you got to think about this too. All those protests are basically going against everything and his followers believe in. So that's why you got to put two and two together. Like, come on now. It's the reason why he's sending out these unmarked officers and these unmarked cars and just snatching people up because at the end of the day, they're exposing issues with his presidency and his administration that's going on. And then also think about this. When you got... The far right people, like in, in Michigan that time, when they ran up on the governor, threatened to kill them, they said they would hang the governor, hang with guns. Did you see any police come out there? No, you did not. And the reason why you see, reason why they, the police did not come out there, because once again, those people are basically for everything with Trump. So he ain't going to touch them at the end of the day. He can care less. They, dude, they can go kill people in the streets. He wouldn't sit down one damn police officer. And I truly do believe that. Dead-ass serious. Like, I really believe that. But because of these other protests that are going on, he's going to keep attacking those people all day because the dude is desperate, bro. The dude about to lose his election, bro. I'm trying to tell you. People don't believe me. We got a lot of things. nah. He's losing that election come November. Guaranteed. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I just had one more thing. Yeah. You guys, look up look, look, up the name Eric Prince Blackwater Academy. The same thing they're doing in Portland, in Seattle. That's why it wouldn't surprise me if this is his, his guys that are doing this. And Trump has a direct line with him. Like I said, it's divorce his brother. He's banned from America. But that's the exact same thing he did. It was like, you're not with us, you're against us. So guess what? And they can't, I mean, you can't do it in America, but overseas all they did was shoot and kill. So if you was a contractor and you were all black over there, those people were automatically afraid or terrified of you because they thought you was part of the Blackwater crew.
0: Look at the oldest man dropping some gems. We do appreciate it, oldest man. You are the oldest man for a reason. Hey
1: man, man, that's what I'm here for. (laughs) Wisdom.
3: (laughs) 5,000 years of wisdom and still going strong. Thank God for Viagra. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I was in the Bible, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas, we're going to introduce the next topic for the biblical Marlin here. Uh, remember the name Tom Cotton. Okay, y'all remember the name Tom Cotton? This is the senator who recently said on an interview, stating that slavery was a necessary evil. Huh. Now, for the record, he opposes the, 16, uh, the 1619 Project, a program that's dedicated to the education of how enslaved people help build this nation. So I know this is a topic we're just itching to hear Marlon's thing first. Not Marlon, let's get a chance to Steve. Steve, what do you think on that one?
2: Yeah, man. So, you know, looking into this thing with the, with the Tom Cotton, man, like, I, again, like, this right here, I'm not surprised. This, this dude right here is just delusional. Like, did he really just say that it was a, a necessary evil? A necessary evil. Man, like, and this is a senator, a senator saying these crazy things, man. Man, like I said, I Listen, I'm not surprised anymore, man. These guys are real bold. They're real bold, man. But we all know, as far as with with, with the slavery and what happened, and yeah, slavery, man. Black people, men, people of color, minorities, they built this country. You know what I'm saying? They built this country, man. You know Indenture servitude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, 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 it's ridiculous, man. It, it, it's ridiculous that this dude spews this type of stuff right here Talking talk about. Um, slavery was a necessary evil, man I'm not surprised man i I can't say any more about this. This is just ridiculous. It gives me upset some stuff
1: like that. Yeah. Some light, Marlon. well, the first thing is like steve i I mean you know one thing I have to say that Trump's election did for us is it brought out a lot of people it brought out their true feelings. They brought out their true feelings. I mean, we we see you. We knew and we heard of KKK infiltrating positions because they couldn't do what they had. They couldn't do things like slavery anymore. So how did they try to enslave minorities? Uh, let me go be a CEO. Let me go be a principal. Let me go be a police department chief. Let me go. Let me go do these things. So for this idiot to come out and say that slavery was a necessary evil and no one has asked for his resignation or asked him to step down, that's the first problem. That's the first problem for everything in government, for him to still be in that position. Because Kanye West kind of said the same thing, even though he said a little louder than a little stupider. And (laughs) the whole world bashed him. The whole world went in, which, you know, except for a few of, you know, the ones we expect not to say anything. But everybody, it was every day. It was on TV. And I guess because he was more of a celebrity, you know, we talked about that last week about people being over celebrities. So maybe the way he said it, people are like, oh, well, he's a celebrity. He's a black guy. He said it. You know, and he's he talking out the side of his neck. That should, what that dude Tom Cotton said should should just offend everybody, especially every minority. Not just, I ain't gonna say minority. I'm just gonna say every black person who more than likely had an ancestor who was enslaved. And it's, it's sad. And it doesn't surprise me because guess where he's from? He's from where I'm from in the same area, from the south. He's just next door in Arkansas. So, all those people, they feel that same way. You know, I what we should say is me whooping your ass for 10 minutes, let's see if that's a necessary <laughs> evil, and then we'll see how that works. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey,
0: Satchel page, you know, page is coming with the heat today, man. That's all I want to say, number one. But Mr. Tom Cotton, and like, like my name, uh, Marley Mara, admitted to, the guy from Arkansas. So, already, you already know what kind of what he grew up in, what type of environment it was coming up from Arkansas, how he felt about people of color. Now, this whole word as well as a necessary evil for slavery, of course, which makes no sense whatsoever. I guess it's a necessary evil to really rape women, chastise <laughs> and lynch people. It's a necessary evil, though. You know, we really needed that in this world, in America, to build it. Yeah, this is a bunch of BS, but hey, I'm not surprised from a senator, honestly. Like like Marlon said, with Trump being in, um, being the president, it basically allowed to show people to like really motivate them to show their true colors. But nobody gonna go. I mean, much as I hate to admit it, people are not gonna go after Tom Cotton. we mm-hmm. rather go after people who are nobodies that don't make a difference. Like I remember um recently, Tamika Mallory, I don't know if you guys are familiar with her, um, she's an activist, of course. She got into this big argument with this some white guy, I can't Jay Christopher? I can't think of dude's name right now. But she got to arguing about this white guy who said that he would be a better Black Lives Matter um, leader than she would be. Now this is a guy who is a hip hop producer. He produced with, like big artists and stuff like that. So she's basically trying to counsel dude, right? But and I understand where she was coming from. But instead of putting your energy on that, we need to be trying to get rid of Tom Cotton because Tom Cotton actually makes a difference. Tom Cotton's a senator. So. Yes. Uh, he, he, so he has impact on people's lives. Like, I get it. We want to attack everybody who say some foolish stuff, but let's start attacking the right people at the end of the day because some of you folks that we're attacking, they are nobodies. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, we're going to talk about Terry Cruz later on. I don't feel for like Terry Cruz. But, however, Terry Cruz ain't making no difference in nobody's life. Tom Cotton does. I remember when this came out. I, I saw it for one day. I ain't seen it since then. They don't say, they, like I said, it's just been completely forgotten. This fool literally says that it was okay to have slave in America. That's literally what he said. That's all they he said. Like, so basically, if he feels that way, he feels very, very weird about a whole bunch of other stuff we got going on, a whole bunch of issues. But I'll digress.
3: Well, you know, it's kind of funny to me when I always trip on these kind of things. Because let's not forget about, what was it, two or three years ago, another Republican, almost sound like Decepticons, Republicans, they were trying to justify <laughs> rape. They were trying to justify rape because they did say that, you know, this country was founded on rape. Yeah, that's in the news. It's kind of funny how the morals start slipping along the way when you're trying to get to something else over here, like the country right now. They will try to excuse anything. Slavery was okay. Rape was okay. I mean, what's next on the list? Murder was okay. You know, it's a necessary evil. We had to have murder to get this going on in this country. I'm, I'm just kind of puzzled on it. I'm just really puzzled on it. Now, i have nothing else to say on this because it, it ticks me off just to breathe this kind of thing with the same the same edit these people have
0: and i want to say this too real quick when you got to justify something that aren't let you know whatever you're trying to justify was not right so when you got to sit here and t- cop all these pleas and try to make up all these excuses clearly whatever what you're trying to talk about it just wasn't right so i mean yeah of course every person of color should feel bad about this but if you are a human being, bro, like dead serious, if you are just a human being, you should be upset about this. Because I would say this real quick, and I'll leave it here. If someone said, well, hey, the Holocaust was a necessary evil, what do you think
1: will happen? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness.
3: Mm. Uh, well, let's let's drop that one, because we don't want to be Nick Cannon over right here. Not. Definitely not. So we're going to lighten up the mood. I was going to go into something hardcore, but. I think we need to lighten up the motion. <laughs> okay, fellas. I know some people are itching to go into this next topic, but what are your takes on the NBA restart so far? So, I mean, I know that uh, we let everybody's going first. Have we let Steve go first yet, everybody? Else? I
2: did. I did. Marlon could go let's first. Let's let Steve I mean, go not first. Marlon, no. me go first? No problem. I'll take it. I'll Steve, take it.
3: stop having some damn manners. You just talk. I'll take it.
2: I'll take it. So, let's go. Um. So, man... Hats off to the NBA, man. They are looking beautiful out here, man. They are looking great, man. I'm be honest with you, man. These games have been spectacular. No positive COVID tests, which is awesome right there. Everybody's, they ain't safe. Everybody's doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Lou Williams tripping, but it's all good. I'm not going to talk about that. Williams. But, man, these games have been awesome, man. It's been awesome. It's been awesome. And also, too, despite these games being so great and must-see TV, they still, they're still talking about the elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? The issue that's going on in this country. You know what I'm saying? They're still finding ways to 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 bring that to light. You know, they're not letting that. You know, taking the foot off the gas. You know what I'm saying? They're continuing to 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 raise awareness about it. You know what I'm saying? They don't want people watching these games. As a, as a way of release, even though it is sort of a way of release, but they still get to see that Black Lives Matter. They see people talking about social injustice. They see people talking about, you know, the, the wrong thing that's going on in the world. Breonna Taylor, um, you know, Sterling Martin. You know, they, they, they're bringing up all these things, bad, horrible things that happen to, you know, uh, you know black people. So I, I like that aspect of it. NBA is winning all the way around, making the NFL look bad, making baseball look bad. Um, hats off to Silver, man. Silver, the whole NBA. Ownership down to the players, man. They all, they out there doing their thing. And I can't be any, any more prouder of the NBA, man, for real.
3: So I definitely want to jump on and let uh, Mr. T. Holmes personally rip that apart. We're going to save the oldest man in the world for next after that. T. Holmes, take it away.
0: All right. Must see TV. That's a little stretch there, Mr. He-Man, woman hater. But, hey, at least <laughs> not the WNBA. you right. I just want to say that, first of all, Okay, let's get serious here. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it, I mean, it's been pretty good so far. Um, at first, um, we talked about it plenty of times on the show. I did have my doubts about the NBA restart. But um, so far, it's going pretty good. Um, I would say it seems like the NBA, honestly, is going to be the only one, in my opinion, they're going to actually finish their season because the bubble has been um, a success. And all these people talking about Lou Williams, I mean, I get it. It is what it is. But, hey, he just got a quarantine. That's just what it is. But this is the only thing now – oh, yeah, and I like what Steve mentioned here, too, when he said about they're keeping – they're still talking about social justice throughout the broadcast of any, any game. So I do like that. And then and everybody kind of was mad about the idea of putting, like, the messages on the back of the jerseys. But if you really think about it, it was a great idea to do. Honestly, I really do believe that because it's, just, it's like one of those things. If you keep seeing an image over and over and over, it gets instilled into your head. So I like that whole idea right there. Um, but now, however, one thing that I didn't like about the NBA restart, now I'm not mad at the dude, but I'm mad about what that's actually gonna, um, as far as represent, Jonathan Isaac. I have to bring him up. Now, a lot of people who don't watch the NBA will have no idea who the hell is Jonathan Isaac. Everybody on this panel, panel might even know who the hell he is. But however, he's a a guy who plays for the Orlando Magic. We, we know, um, Satchel Paige, that's your team. Uh, on the only time Orlando's actually gonna get shout out on this show is his topic right here. Other than that, we're never gonna talk about the magic. So let's just give them a shout out, <laughs> however, <clears throat> excuse me. However, um, with Jonathan Isaac, uh, he decided, like, so far and throughout the whole NBA restart, he is literally the only player who does not kneel for the national anthem. Okay, cool. That's your choice. But also, he not only does he not kneel for the national anthem, he does not wear a Black Lives Matter shirt, which. Okay, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Now I, I understood his response for what he was saying. You know, he went into this whole thing about why he doesn't um, doesn't kneel for the um, the national anthem, and then also but the reason why he said he doesn't like the Black Lives Matter shirt because he feels like kneeling and wearing a shirt doesn't do anything for the movement, which I totally disagree with. But this is merely my main issue with that because now. It's going to make it seem like because you are want to have those people who are not fully educated, those far right people. See, I told you. So now he's going to be a magna mascot right now. I just want you all to know he's going to be a magna mascot. Real talk. Okay. I did see something earlier saying that he's like the he has the second highest NBA selling jersey right now in the NBA since the restart. I'm trying to confirm with the sources that I got, but unfortunately, it's hard to confirm with those sources. But to me, that is an issue. I get what you're trying to do, but he got to think smarter than that because what you're doing, bro, once again, it's going to still motivate those far, far right people because these people are not trying to be funny. They're not educated. They're kind of stupid. So they see one thing, they're just going to run with it. Even if you give them the explanation, they're still going to believe what they believe. So that's one thing I did not like with Jonathan Isaac. Um, He has to be a little bit smarter. I I know you're not trying to make the focus on you, but it's a bigger picture right now. And right now you literally just turn yourself into a MAGA mascot whether
3: you believe it or not, but you are one. Okay, Mr. Martin, let me hear your input
1: on that. Good. I like that, Terrence. I like that. Uh, basically, no, Basically, to piggyback on what both of them guys said, so far, so good. Uh, the games have been entertaining. Uh, they've been you know, worth watching. As someone who was against it, I'll have to say kudos to the NBA. Hey, good job so far. The bubble thing seems like that's working perfectly where you can keep the COVID cases down. Uh the games seem like more and more games we watch, they get a little bit more entertaining now. Cause I you can start to see some of the live fans who are feeding in. Like I saw Paul Pierce look like he was courtside at the Boston game today. So I mean I mean that that part was good. Uh to piggyback on what Terrence said, uh I totally agree with everything he said with Jonathan Isaac. He just became the face for the right wing magnet movement. Uh like you said, this is a bigger issue. It's, it's bigger than everything. And, and and looking at his reasoning, when he threw Jesus Christ into that, I was like, man, come on. He would have did better off saying the same thing Pop said. Because everybody know Pop stands. We know Pop hate Trump to the fullest. Because he don't, he don't respect him as a man, first and foremost. But we also know Pop's history of being an Air Force officer and everything. So he had his reasons for wanting to stand and everything, and I, and I commend him for that. And I commend him for not making it about him. He said, I have my reasons, I'm not gonna discuss them. I just did it. And, and everybody know his stance, and I like that. I like that it was a quick, short answer. And Jonathan Isaac's answer did, this, did two things for me. When he brought up Jesus Christ, the people on the right, and I'm gonna say the people on the right, the right wing, the MAGA, the Trumpers, whatever the hell you wanna call them, that's the problem today. They think that they are so righteous, so religious, that only God is blessing them, that he only looks at them. And anybody who's not on their side, they feel like are scums. We all with the devil. We run we the we the worst of the worst. And and that's why I hate he made that because like Terrence said, now he is he is basically the face of them now. Uh one last thing, the only thing I didn't like the NBA did because I love what Jimmy Butler was trying to do. He didn't want nothing on the back of his jersey, because he said, if I'm not Jimmy Butler, I'm just a regular black man in the streets who they can hurt and kill. And I thought his message was better than any other message. And they should have let him wear that jersey, the no-name jersey, where he can say, hey, hey, I can be Marlon. I can be Barry. I can be Steve. I can be Terrence. You know what I'm saying? They need to have just as much, you know, rights as I do. Because I'm a celebrity, because I'm rich, doesn't mean nothing. I'm also black. We're all black men. And that's all I have to say about that.
3: Oh yeah, that's that's what's going on. That's what's going on. Um, I just got a few things to say on here. I don't really want to say a rebuttal because um, Steve saw must see TV when you don't play defense. I'm trying to figure out what you're seeing with must see TV, here, Steve. This is the greatest, awesome game you've ever seen. man. yeah, yeah. With uh, what was the score? Let me think about this. What was what was Dallas and Houston? What was that like? One, two, three, one, three. Well, that just, it was just incredible scoring, right? And even the Lakers when they played the, uh, the Lakers when they played the Clippers, that was an incredible game too, right? I, I'm okay. just trying to see this incredible do, do TV that. that you've seen.
2: Okay, uh, just I'm not want, asking for I'm
3: just saying I'm seeing a super AU start. I'm seeing like an AU game. I'm seeing a whole bunch of AU games. I know people are happy to see the NBA on there, but I'm looking at eh, an extra 2K game. That's what I'm looking at. I ain't gonna say too much on that because I just I'm dying to hear what T has to say about that. Go ahead, go ahead, and
2: let he man, woman, hate go first. Yeah, man. So, like I said, man, I-, I know you hate the NBA. You you hate that. You know you hate that the restart is going so well, man. I know you do. I know you do, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you got all these games that been played. Nobody's gonna agree with you, first of all. You-, you have all these games that's been played, and most of these games have been close. Two overtime games, I mean, like I said, you need some glasses, man. If you don't think that's much TV, I, I don't know. I don't, there's no hope for you, buddy. There's no hope for you, man. <laughs> Just like there's no hope for you to finally shave that beard. But, you know what I'm saying, it is what it is. I digress. One thing I wanted to hop in on, um, I like what T, what you said about um, Jonathan Isaac, and I like also what Marlon said about it, too. What I wish Jonathan Isaac would have done, man, to to take the attention away from what's going on. Cause he really caused a huge distraction by doing that. You're right. You're right. I should have talked about that. But he should just stay in the locker room. Stay in the locker room man. you know what? Hey guys, this is how I feel. Let me just stay in the locker room. And then after, you know, the post game conference, post 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 game, post conference, you can talk about why you stay in the locker room. But what you did going out there doing all that, yeah, that you're right. You everything that y'all said is right, man. That it's it's, it's giving uh, you know the like I said uh, the 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 Trump supporters all those people you know more 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 fuel per se to go at this uh movement and so he really did take it from the movement you guys are right about that. Yeah, but
0: but to me with, but to be honest with you fellas the rebuttal about what the whole kneeling and, and are standing I'm not even really too mad about the whole thing about the national anthem. To me the most concerning thing is really about um, just not wearing the Black Lives Matter shirt. I get what you're trying to say, but I'm trying to tell you, you sent the wrong message not wearing that shirt, bro. Like I say, you can explain everything, but I'm trying to tell you, it doesn't matter. People, the far right ring people, they're gonna run with it. Even the people in the black community, they're gonna run with it. They're not gonna listen to your explanation. Like you made yourself look really bad in the light. I'm, when it's when it's finally got shined on you in your career that no one knows who you are. Even though you're an NBA player, but no one really knows who you are. I'm just keeping it 100. But to respond to Mr. Barry B. Barry, you know what you're starting to remind me of, bro? Like, Steve. no, 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 no uh, oh, I won't go that bad now. <laughs> but anyway, but I get that you don't like the NBA. I totally understand that you don't like the NBA. But you still have to give the NBA credits. Through this whole thing, you have not given the NBA no credit. But this is a problem, man. Like, you like one of those, but this is your problem. You like those, you don't know like you had that old uncle, or your uh, your old or your daddy, whoever. Oh, back in my day, it was so much better. Barry, that's what you're turning into right now. I get the NBA is not the '90s and the 2000s. I totally understand that. It's never gonna be that. Those times are gone. They're never coming back. Let it go. You just gotta either either just and try to enjoy it, man. At the end of the day, these boys are still these boys still out here. Who? It's nothing wrong to see somebody being competitive. The games have been pretty close. Teams are pretty sloppy. But overall, the games have been pretty decent. So I agree with Steve about that part. But this whole must-see TV thing, eh, that's a little stretch, if you ask me. But, you know, (laughs) it's it's pretty good. I'll say that.
3: Well, in Steve's defense, he only has, like, a black-and-white TV that's, like, 70 (laughs) feet. So uh, let's go to the next topic. (laughs) Black-and-white
2: like your beard, huh? (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: black and white, like, like a brand new pair of Crocs. What can I say? <laughs> got Oh uh, Next, fellas, I got you a new topic here. Now, we want to go into this whole thing about when Tori Lane's shot Megan the Stallion in both of her feet. The internet took it as a joke. Now, does this demonstrate how callous we are towards Black women? And does the media, including music, movies, and books, promote the angry black woman narrative. So the person I'd like to have to start on this one about that would be, you know, the, the expert in the room here, Mr. Giant Big
2: Screen, black and white TV with one channel, Steve. I knew you was gonna come to me, man. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, I'll say this, man. Um, she des- she deserved what happened to her, man. Like that, I, 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 I never liked Tory Lanez, man. I never liked that guy. And again, you know, this 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 just makes this validates it. This dude's an idiot, man. This dude's all of five three. You know what I'm saying? He got scared. They got in an argument probably, whatever. And maybe she said some things, maybe she went towards him and tried to do something, to him, but that gives you no right to shoot her, man. You could have killed that woman. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said, man, but you you right, you know, in the internet and with the internet, you know how it is, man. And that they're gonna take it, they are gonna find ways to laugh at it, find ways to poke. Fun at it, but that was a life of death situation, man. It was a life of death situation right there, man. I hope she has a speedy recovery, man. But one thing I want to say too, man, I hope all these other, these women out here, man, these girls growing up, put this way, these girls growing up that look up to Megan a Stallion, man. You got to make better choices with men. You really got to make better choices with men, man, because that could mean your life. She could have lost her life because of some idiot that she decided to date and talk to. She had no business even being around. You know what I'm saying? So I hope I hope all these, you know, little girls growing up, man, they learn. They learn to make the right choices in men. And so that way, you know, something like this doesn't end up being a real tragedy where somebody, you know, a, a, a woman's life is lost. But that's all I got to say about that.
3: All right, Mr. Marlon, take it away. <laughs>
1: well, ain't too much I can put on that. I mean, Steve said enough. I mean, you just... I mean, the dude was 5'3", so he probably got a little man's disease. So it don't surprise me that he's carrying a gun. Megan Stallion, I heard, was, like, you know, towering over him and being real, like, aggressive. But still, no, you know, I was raised you don't hit a woman, you know. So definitely not shoot a woman. I don't care where it is, you know. So to me, like like Steve said, man, you just hope that, females and i and it's it's hard to even say this because in history females that are like celebrity females they intentionally choose the wrong type of person to they have in their life so i don't know i mean it's it's kind of crazy that you know that whole situation cuz nobody even know they was really dating until all this until he shot her in the feet so i mean it is mean, i don't really have much to say on it man i i tell you man i i'm not a big celebrity follower like that. I, I read it. I see it. I might even see a headline, and I keep going. And I'll be like, man, this this brings no substance to my life. That's all I got to say.
0: Um, yeah. Sasha page, once again, come with the fire. Sasha page, you are, like, too old to follow this stuff anyway, so why would you? Right?
3: That,
0: man? Just being honest, man. But anyway, um, this, this is what I want to say about this. Um... I, I really didn't. I, I remember when it first happened. Um, I was like, dang, that's, you know, that's, that's wild to actually see that, you know, she got shot or whatever. But the thing that made me more upset, it was about the internet and how everybody used it as a total joke. That's the thing that offended me, especially with 50. Because I remember I asked, Barry's always, Barry, no, I don't really like 50 with his trolling and all that stuff because he makes a joke out of everything. Because I feel like you're a little too old to be doing that. But like I told, I asked Barry that time. Would you make a meme about 50 getting shot nine times? Will people think that's funny? I don't think they would. I didn't see people making memes about when Pop Smoke got killed. I didn't see people making memes about funny about when Nipsey Hussle got killed. So, but then another to answer Barry's question, but it goes to show you how people really think about black women, to be honest with you. Because I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm keeping it 100 right now. I'm trying, I can't, I was trying to think of a moment. Think of a moment, the current moment that we're living in right now with internet memes and everything. When you saw a popular black person, not just an artist, an athlete, anybody, a black man who gets injured, dies, what, gets shot, whatever the case may be. Have there been funny internet memes made about this about this man and his situation? I don't think so. But American Stallion gets shot in her feet, people think that's a joke. But it wasn't just her. You know, you got people like Dreya, who was making jokes about it. Jess Hilarious, who was a nobody, was making jokes about it. But it goes to show you how even black women treat other black women, which is wild. So we got to really start thinking about this. It goes real deeper than that. Um, but it, it was an unfortunate situation. I'm glad that she lived. But another thing I didn't like about the situation, too, because it, adds, it sends the wrong message. I get what you guys are talking about the whole dating the wrong man thing, but uh, that, that's always happened. That's just what it is. I'm not even addressing address that. The thing about she's not cooperating with the cops. She's not coming forward. It goes back to that whole little dumb thing in the black community with no snitching. Okay, Megan the Stallion, I understand that you went through a, a crazy situation with this man, Tory Langs. whatever the case may be, I don't really care about y'all. But however, you sit here and say, well, I got shot and people, you know, people are not taking it serious. Megan, are you taking it serious? That's the question I have to ask you because why are you not cooperating with the police? We always complain about the police not doing stuff, or whatever the case may be with everything that's going on right now with social injustice, now there's a clear situation. Tory Lanez, I don't know what happened, but at the end of the day, whatever you did does not condone the fact that he shot you in your feet, or he shot you in general. No man should put his hands on a woman in no situation as far as in that case right there, y'all having y'all little argument, whatever. I mean, we wasn't there. But it goes back to show that the black community, we still lost, man. Real talk. Because if somebody shoot me, oh, I'm telling, I know who it is. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, that joker got to pay. I'm going to tell it all day. Let's somebody shoot my wife and I know who it is. No, I ain't going to say, man, I can't snitch. Man, he shot my wife and I ain't going to is you crazy? Bruh, first of all, I'm going to come find you, but I'm going to tell the police you better find him first before I find him. So I'm just keeping it 100. But once again, man, it's just a lot of this stuff, once again, makes black people look stupid. But what else is new? I hate to say that, but it's true.
3: Well, I'd like to throw something up there. I know my man Marlon want to get back in there. I just want to throw one little piece of this puzzle there. I love what Marlon said. Not Marlon. I mean, I love what TJ said a minute ago about that. About We you, you really don't take sisters too serious a lot of times. I mean, when you listen to every other record, she's a B, she's a she's a H in every other record. Even Megan Thee Stallion, her little songs and everything, she's that B, she's that O, she, she's this, that, and the other. And then you got then you got to wonder. And then like some of the most popular shows, and I'm not saying all sisters watch it, but some of the most popular shows put them in the most ugly light. The Atlanta Housewives, the Basketball Wives, uh, Loving Hip Hop, all the supposed reality shows that are supposed to show you what real sisters go through—throwing throwing wine in each other's faces, cussing each other out, and fighting. And that's the image we like to throw out about the sisters. We have, I mean, you got one or two pictures that show us in a, a decent light, but let's think about it, even scandal. You got a, a sister that's highly educated. She's the um, what, the head of a law firm and she's sleeping with a married man. That's her claim to fame. We need to change up that whole narrative from the start. It doesn't just start with the whole Megan and, and Tory Lanez thing. It's the whole attitude that put them tear. That's just like a symptom for the full disease. It's a full disease going on there. That's all I got on that, fellas. Mr. Marlin, wrap it up. And somebody, please teach the world, oldest
1: man, to take yourself off of you. Oh, my bad, man. No, I was just saying that I love what Terrence was saying. It, it made a lot of sense. So I have a question for all of us. Well, not all of you guys. If if Tory Lanez would have shot, uh what's the white chick name, the white rapping chick? Iggy. Iggy is that. Iggy. How do you think that situation would have transformed? I mean, how do you think the people, like all the people, like with Terrence name, do you think they would have made memes or you think they would have been more apologetic or they would have came out and said, oh, he wrong for that or he did this instead of making it seem like it was a joke? Because, like he said, I did see that part in 50. My God, he – he like the biggest troll. I think he, his life is not complete unless he's doing something to troll somebody. So that shows me how insecure he is with himself. Uh, but just a question to all of you guys to answer. Do you think it would have been different as far as how the black community received it? Or do you think there would have been some type of legal action in Tory lanes if it, if it would have been a, just a white rapping shit?
3: I want to jump on that first, fellas. And the reason why, I think even if it would have been her, there would have been memes <laughs> from the black community 50 Cent, they would have ripped her apart. They would have okay. tore her apart. Now, here's the other part of that story, though. While the black community would have went in joking and laughing, this other community, they would have thought about <laughs> poor ladies needing be hung and shot. They wouldn't be any kind of jokes on that end. As a matter of fact, on that other end, they're not really joking about this one, to be honest with you. That's mostly in-house kind of thing right now. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that's laughing at it. We're the only ones laughing at it. The other people taking this serious, he shot a woman. Yeah. Point blank. I mean, that's that's just the way I see it. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else no. say something different? And I, and that's, would,
1: that's
3: the way I see
0: it. I would say that Iggy Azalea, right. she's a bad example because people naturally just hate her. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: Gotcha. Black women okay. in particular,
0: they hate her. Um, But I would say this now, if say it was Ariana Grande, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Now, yeah. in that situation, oh, yeah. Tori Lanez would not be in America right now. Trust me, you'd have been already back in Canada. Number one. They would have been got rid of him. But I can guarantee you this, though. Ariada Grande would have, would have cooperated with the police. She wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, man, opening up my mouth. That's the thing I'm still upset about with Megan Statter. Like, I hate that this happened to her. And then you up here, nobody cares and all this other stuff. But you're not talking to the police about it. So clearly you don't care too much about it. But then you act yeah. like, like people are attacking me or y'all don't feel for me. Maybe you don't feel for yourself. You clearly don't. Because I'm sorry. Ain't no dude gonna get away with shooting my woman, my sister, my auntie, whoever, and I know about it. And he ain't going to jail? Nah, bro, something gotta happen now. I'm just saying, we get mad about people that the kills of Breonna Taylor ain't going to jail. But we should be attacking everybody who attack a woman in general. Black, white, Puerto Rican, green, blue, pink, I don't care. If a man gotta go attack a woman that way, he needs to be dealt with, period. I'm sorry, I just don't. That's just some stuff you don't do, man. Yes. Don't attack a woman, Definitely. bro. No man should be doing that. Like I say, circumstances are different. I understand, but in this situation, yeah, I can't. I just can't do. It. Like I said, I was never a Tory Lane fan, but I'm never going to be a fan of him right now. Like it's just not going to happen. Like I just can't. Little man, complex, bro. You shouldn't have messed around with a five ten anyway. You only
3: five three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For anybody else, else to add? Anything else to add on this one, fellas?
2: We pretty much finished that one. Uh, we
3: all right now. My next thing I gotta ask y'all now. This we are gonna keep it a little bit lighter because we got some sharks in the water today. Uh, so I wanna ask y'all about the state of comedy. So we got comedians that are almost like an endangered species, and the reason why I say that is because of comedy is supposed <laughs> to be the, the truest form of expression. It's supposed to be where you can tell the the honest things about regular things and bring some humor to it. But now with cancel culture, you got to be kind of weary of anything you say. So I want to ask you, do you think that comedy can survive cancel culture? And for this one, Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, one of us got to go. Mr. T. Holmes. I'm going to say this.
0: This topic right here makes me appreciate Dave Chappelle even more. Because, of course, he addresses one of his comedy specials. But that's the thing I love about Dave Chappelle. He talks about real life things. He doesn't care what backlash that he get. If he got something to speak on, he going to talk about it. But this is what makes Dave Chappelle so different. He is the only comedian that can do that because people love Dave Chappelle that much. and He is a really funny guy. We get that, but he's very knowledgeable. But to answer Barry's, uh, you know, to, to answer that question, comedy is about over with, bro. Like you can still have comedy, but it's never going to be the same anymore. We live in the most sensitive society ever. The only person that can get what with saying, whatever the hell they want to say, is 45. The rest of us, on the other hand, we cannot do that. I mean, come on. I said something. One thing about the Holocaust, everybody's like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't talk about that. Let's move on. And I didn't even diss the Holocaust or anything like that. So this goes to show you what type of situation that we're living in, what type of society. You cannot be honest anymore unless you're the president or you you part of the far right group. We'll say that, too. Um, Kanye's the only, Kanye's like the only black man that can say whatever he want to say, but nobody takes him serious. So he can get away with it. But if you're a comedian, you can't you can't do so. Like, I, I, even though, like, I'll give you an uh, example. I don't remember the guy's name. It was totally different from what he said. But y'all remember the guy that um, was was basically making those Kobe Bryant jokes, like, literally right after he died?
2: Yeah.
0: Say- he, he deserved it. But career is done. He's never going to be able to work ever again. And maybe now say 20 years ago that may have been accepted. But now, boy, you gotta be careful. It's hard being a comedian out there.
2: Yeah.
3: Steve, let me hear what your opinion goes.
2: Yeah, so no, nah, I agree a hundred percent, man. Um, I mean you ain't gonna be able to say what you want to say, not in this, not in this uh in this day and age, man. You got me too. You got all these all these different things that's going on where you can't really you know, you gotta be politically correct, man. Um gone are the days of the you know Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy's, you know what I'm saying? You can kiss those days goodbye. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be watered down comedy. That's what you're going to be used to watching for here here on out. No more deaf comedy jam. All that is a thing of the past. That's go- you, you they should have like a c- comedy museum. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's <laughs> what they need to have, man. This is what real comedy used to be. You know what I'm saying? That's what, yeah, like I said, Terrence, you're right. Comedy is, is just about over with. It's done. And it needs, like I said, real comedy needs to be in a museum, man. All this watered down stuff. We, we just gotta get used to it now. That's what I gotta say about that.
3: All right, Marlon, take it away.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with them. Uh, I mean, <laughs> even even when a comedian, a really good comedian would say, even you remember when Bernie Mac would say, you know, jokes are jokes. We're here. We're having fun. We're making each other laugh. You know, when he used to go borderline with a lot of things, where people thought, but this shit was so funny. So you can't let, you know what, if, if a comedian do anything now, not only will he get barred, but if you're laughing at when he let, you know, you say, oh, damn, that's funny. I'm laughing at this, and somebody saw you laughing, they'll get on the YouTube. So it, it, it's, it's definitely a thin line. Like, like Terrence said, Dave is the only one right now that can really get out, because Dave Chappelle almost like he having a conversation with you. It's a funny ass conversation, but then, like, he's trying to make you laugh. It's like, man, he's saying something and it's real. And you like, this nigga real, but he look funny saying it. <laughs> like, you like, you laugh at And so now, like you said, it's, it's, it's definitely a thin line. It's, man, people are, you can't say nothing now. You, like you said, it's only one person that can say something. And then, you know, that's Orange 45 in the White House. He can say, and he probably gonna tweet something tonight that's gonna be dumb. And we'll we'll see about it in the morning because it's gonna be out there his Jim bean. So it's I mean it's yeah it's it's definitely you know it's definitely on a thin line. It's it's almost like a dinosaur. And I like what Steve said about a, a museum, but we got to make it a different museum too. Just like we got the Black College Football Hall of Fame, let's make a Black Comedian Hall of Fame. Cause I'm sorry, <laughs> but Jerry Seinfeld is not funny to me. So that's me. That's my opinion. You know he might be funny <laughs> on his show but him, his stand-up, I'm not finna sit there and watch it.
3: Okay. All right, thank you from the plantation. Uh, <laughs> so just, just joking with you, bro. just joking. I know you escaped a long time ago. Um, <laughs> the, the point I would like to some, make bro. with the comedians, to be honest with you, I don't think comedy's dead just yet, but I think you gotta do guerrilla comedy now. And when I say guerrilla comedy, you gotta take that Kevin Hart approach. When you do your stage show, nobody has to have a camera phone in that audience. They can't have a camera phone. You don't have any kind of proof. I said some really effed up stuff to the world. (laughs) Because let's not forget, Eddie Murphy said a whole thing about San Francisco that will get him burned today. He made a whole list about gay people butt naked on an ambulance chasing behind people. Richard Pryor went there. All these people went there. But new comedians can do it, too. And then here's another way you can tell jokes, believe it or not if you make it animated, because let's not forget the most offensive show in history is still going strong. That's the family guy. They've talked about yeah. Jesus, gays, everything. And they even said a joke. As long as we put it in animation, we can say what the hell we want to say. There is no restriction on the family guy. They have talked about God. They have made fun of Donald Trump. And we know how he wants to do TikTok, but he can't touch the family guy. So I think it's, it can survive, but you got to have different ways of doing it right now. You can be just as rude, just as nasty. Just don't let anybody record you. Have no proof. All right, rebuttals? I no, rebuttal.
0: um, I like how you brought up Eddie Murphy, but also you still have to think about this. You're right. Stuff Eddie Murphy said, and we'll be loud today. What this talk is, Eddie Murphy did raw. How many do? Eddie Murphy did it raw for another like second. I don't have it in front of me. I think he did it the year I was born, bro. He apologized for that like within the last two years. So that thinks about the climate that we in. Like he said something back in '87, then he apologized in twenty. He had to apologize in 2018. Come on, man! And remember, you brought up Kevin Hart when Kevin Hart was going to host, host the Oscars. He made yeah. this, this little joke about hitting the sign over the cross the head with a a baby doll house or something on Twitter. Like it wasn't really, what I mean. Okay, but he couldn't even host the Oscars, Oscars after that anymore. They got rid of him for saying that. Because they didn't like the way that he apologized about it. So I get what you're saying, Bear. Yeah, comedy can survive a little bit, but you're still restricted. But also, Bear, and now this is just a question just for you only, how you broke it down. Cause you brought up Family Guy and all this other stuff. So let me ask you this quick question. Do you feel a black comedian has the same leeway as a white comedian? Because at the end of the day, a family guy is known as a white show. And Seth MacFarlane, if makes, he, he's creator creative family guy, right? I know he's a white guy. So do you feel, because do you feel like, okay, give you an example. The Cleveland show. Said the Cleveland show was still being out today. Do you think the Cleveland show would have been able to get away with the same type of stuff they can touch on the
3: family guy? I just want to know what you think. Okay, you asked me a good question. Let me put that. Have you ever heard of the Boondocks?
2: Uh-huh. How long
3: ago was it? How long ago is it still being shown? The Boondocks. The only thing that stopped the Boondocks was a fight between the ownership. It wasn't going to get taken off the air. I get it, it, but it's thing. still being shown, though. That's still a bad example. Give me something that's current right now. Not something that happened years ago. Give me a current you example. No, but I'm saying what you're saying about the Boondocks. They got shows about us owning it with black comedians making jokes. Yes, they do. I You just got to look at Adult Swim. I understand Adult. that, but... But
0: what's, well, what, I didn't mean, mean to cut you off, but I'm, I'm you still not answering my question. What's the vote
3: created on council culture though? That's what I'm, these new shows on the, have you ever seen Adult Swim yet? Oh, yes, I watch Adult Swim. You know some of that's black content. You know Tyler, the Creator's on there too, right? Did not know that. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. He has a comedy show on there too, called The It's or The Dumps or something like that, but it's weird, but they let him do it. Uh, what's the other weird black dude that tears up the stage? who is very offensive, but very ignorant too. Andre, what's yeah, his name? Yeah, I don't think he's funny. Andre, the little light-skinned cat. Yes, can say what the hell he wants to say. So it's really like, and they cancel theirs too. Don't forget, they got Kathy Guilford. They go after them too. Cancel culture goes after It doesn't know any kind of colors. Cancel culture just cancels stuff, basically. I just want to see what your opinion was. Because
0: what we were first talking about, it sounded like you were saying, well, it' Like I said, just to cut it short, you just sound like you were saying, like, hey, if you white, you can almost say what you want to say. If you're black, uh, you black, you got to watch your mouth. Never for me. I just want to clarify. That's
1: all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one other thing. Just remember now. Uh, a live comedian show is the reason Bill Cosby is in jail right now. <laughs> So you have to be careful. You have to be careful what's being said. Cause they brought up shit that happened 50 years ago, and this old-ass man is in jail because of
3: that. Uh, shout out to Bill Cosby no-dos, and uh, you No-Dos. Know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he didn't really do that. It was just No-Dos and the wrong button. He meant to give him the No-Dos to keep him awake. And I just want to make like,
0: a public um, service right. announcement. This show, at all, unapologetic Perspectives, does not agree with anything Bill Cosby has alleged. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we do agree with Jello Pudding Pops, but we do not agree with drug Jello
2: Pudding Pops. That's a serious issue. <laughs> hey, we gotta make sure to put that real out quick. there, bro. I'm just saying. Real quick, yeah. real, quick, real quick about Adult Swim, too, man. That just lets you know, too. It, it just basically. It, it, look how late! Look how late that show is, man. You you practically got to be able to say things that you want to say. You have to have it after hours, so that way people it could it could fly under the radar. That just let you know how real comedy. You know, what I'm saying it's pretty much a thing of the past, man. You can't say stuff like that in prime time no more. You know, what I'm saying. So that's all I got. All say right, fellas,
3: I appreciate all the input on that. That was really good, fellas. Now. Uh, let's see, we want to keep it light or do we want to get, well, we want to go into one more rough topic because we've been really light for a minute. We even got to laugh a little bit, but no one really said too much about what happened in Kentucky. I think it was last week and that's when the NFAC and excuse my language, the not fucking around coalition had a tense standoff with the three percenters in Kentucky, which made me think a bit, how do, how do you people feel about militias? Cause we got a lot of white militias out there, but how do you feel about black militias? And do you see this as being a more uh, a more active part of our community now? Uh, let's take it away, Mister Marlin, because you were in the military.
1: Well, how I feel about militias, whether black or white, is if if it's if it's uh how I want to put this, if it's getting a point across without violence, then I'm all for. It. I don't. I, I it's it's like being with the group and you say, hey, look, we're tired of X, Y, and Z are happening. And it's continuing to happen and nothing is being done about it. No matter what. That's like when people bring up the uh, black-on-black crime or they bring up say the, you know, oh, white people are killed by police too. But they get prosecuted. You know, black people today, the we, we, reason we are standing up now is we're tired of seeing what they fail to realize and what the far right fail to realize is black people were tired of seeing innocent black men killed and not get prosecuted. So the only way we were going to, our voices were going to be heard is if we band together, we unite together, we stand together back to back, no matter how you see it or how you think about it or how aggressive you think we seem or anything like that. Hey, I'm all for it, you know, but I'm all for it in a, in a peaceful manner. You know what I'm saying? If it has to get violent, then that point comes, but you know, let's start off. Let's start off with peace, and then if it gets that gets to that point, then let's you know,
2: it is what it is. From now.
3: all right, uh, Mr. Steve, throw it up there.
2: Yeah, so man, I, I don't feel any militia should have should should be armed. Man, I don't feel any militia should be armed. Um, I just feel that um, it 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 it's just a recipe for disaster, man. I mean, we're already seeing you know, a lot of just wrongful killings, you know what I'm saying, just by people that are supposed to be trained in, to doing the right thing, you know what I'm saying? So, now you got people that, you know what I'm saying, first off, you know what I'm saying, you don't know what their temperament, what their mindset is, you know, are they crazy? Do they have mental issues? You know what I'm saying? And, and they armed, they have a gun? I mean, you can see innocent bystanders getting shot, you can see so many uh crazy things happening with, with, with having armed militia, man. Now, as far as black people, um, as far as being armed, right, as far as armed militia. Like I, said, I agree with no armed militia, but I just feel that um, it would give, I think it will add more fuel to the fire. Here's what I mean by that. You already have black people being targeted already. You know what I'm saying? So imagine now you have, our, let's just say something happens, black armed militia, they shoot somebody and, and all of a sudden now it's big news, oh, they went crazy and they started shooting everybody. How much more in danger will it make black people in this society? You know what I'm saying? We're already in danger right now. So it's just going to, to me, make things even more dangerous for us. Because now every black person got a gun. That's what they're going to start thinking. And it's going to be shoot to kill. You know what I'm saying? Even worse than it is right now with these stupid cops out here. But that's what I got to say about that.
3: Okay, T. Holmes, take it away.
0: Um, he man woman hater you finally decided to join the party outside of talking about sports so I do appreciate you finally had an answer that made sense to any of these questions we had today. So thank you for that I had to do it I'm sorry but anyway um Steve you made it but Steve, you real talk you did make a good point I didn't even think about um, what light is gonna make make black people look like it's gonna kind of make it worse so you are right about that so I, I really didn't think about that but um I understand why we, I think we do need the militia groups and the reason why I say that it's because you have so many other white white right-wing militia groups. and but i don't want i don't want all this violence now now i say like you got to be like the original black panther party we showed up with our guns now we didn't we didn't want to use them but if we were forced to we would use them with no problem and i feel like that's kind of the same step that the nfac is trying to take so i'm not mad at it um but I will say this, too, because a lot of militia groups are, are popping up everywhere. Like I saw this, this actually happened in London. Um, there's another militia group in London who they're basically they got uh, started by looking at the NFAC. They are a black militia group. They did a big march yesterday in London. Um, but they're for the same type of thing, like, of course, social injustice. But I do think we need these militia groups because those three percent of groups at the end of the day, they're not going to stop popping up. And still to the end, and still for this, the KKK has been one of the original militia groups who ain't never stopping. So last time I checked, they always going to keep going. It's like if, you, if you're if you a Marvel fan, you cut off the head of Hydra, how many more grow back? So that's how I feel about these white militia groups. If we're going to keep cutting their head off, five of them going to show up. So at the end of the day, in some cases, you're going to have to start fighting fire with fire because I really do believe the three percenters, they're gonna be a little bit more intimidated. They see a bunch of black men out here with some guns. They they may still pop out the mouth, but they're gonna be a little bit more, a little bit more intimidated. You know, I'm just saying because you won't have all that craziness that was going out there when Charlottesville a couple years ago. Remember, they they was real bold until everybody, until um I mean, it was Antifa showed up. They were real bold until Antifa showed up, but then they tried to go tuck their tail and run into corner.
3: I'm going to one hundred. 12 percent. I don't really see that really what I think we should disband all these militias. I mean, I like that we have one for our protection, but they shouldn't exist at all. Let's keep it real. They damn near took over Michigan. That's what that was. They damn near took over Michigan. And the the Black Panthers weren't really like a militia. These were people who were training to defend themselves and they took care of the neighborhood. They took care of the neighborhood things. We're protecting our own. Now, I like the idea of this because they're needed right now but we wouldn't need these people if the government got on their ass and started breaking up these damn militias like they did the Black Panthers back in the day. We don't need these people because all you're doing is making a baby military. So now we got the NFAC. So all of a sudden the 3% will start piling up and more and more of these people are joining. That's the only problem I see it. It gets to be like a mini arms race between who can get the quickest AR-15 and who can get their buck pump shotgun out here? Not all of them going to be military trained. Take it away, Mister T. And I and I appreciate your
0: response. Like, yeah, we shouldn't really have all these militia groups, and I get that. But dude, once again, like I just mentioned, is the KKK considered considered as a terrorist group? And how long they been around? So to say the government should get on their ass and get rid of them, uh, that's kind of unrealistic. It's just not going to happen. I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see it happening it, because these militia groups, they're not stopping, bro. Like, they just keep popping up, popping up, popping up, popping up. We would love for our government to actually do something for us that actually means something. But, you know, we worry about TikTok. That's what we worry about right now. We worry about taking out TikTok. We ain't worried about taking out the KKK. You know what I'm saying? So, I get what you're saying. Like, we of—we really shouldn't have none of it. Yeah, I wasn't saying that the Panthers were a militia group. I if I, did, I didn't mean to say it that way. I'm just saying the Panthers were there to just protect our people. By any means necessary. They just stood out, like they would literally go out there, just stand out there, wouldn't say a word. But if you went crazy and did something stupid, then they stepped in. So I'm all for that because we, those, I feel like black militia groups are, speak up for the people who have no voices. I really believe that they're a protection for people who have no voice. Because let me ask you a question Do you think that police would have pulled the same thing on George Floyd if a black militia group was standing right there watching him do that?
1: Nope.
0: He would have never tried to do that. He may have called his buddies. May have been more of a bigger issue. Who knows? I don't know. But I don't think George Floyd would have got killed like that. I, I really don't. I'm just saying. So I get what everybody's saying. We really don't need them. But unfortunately, we live in America, bro. These jokers going to be here until we I I That's just how I feel.
3: KKK is not going away. Never. Okay, to- now we're going to light it back up again because y'all get me scared over here. I'm going to have to tuck my AR-15 under the bed. So, last but not least, because my boy T over here was itching to get this topic out, we want to talk about the versus battles. Everybody's talking about the versus battles. Hmm. Uh, For the record, Steve, I mean, uh, Marlon, this isn't Abraham Lincoln versus George Washington. We're talking about new stuff. So, this is where I want to start with Marlon. Who do you want to see on the versus battles next?
1: Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. Man, I uh, I have to say this before I before I figure out who I want to see next. That uh, Snoop Dogg and DMX put on the show. That was great, man. That that brought back some man. X, one of my favorite artists of all time. And boy, when I tell you, man, he had me jumping around in there, boy. But who I would like to see next? Mm. That's a good question. I, I mean, who who's left to even, when I think like, because I was thinking the other day, Chris Brown had the nerve to say that he would be Usher on Features Alone. And I'm thinking like, dude, do you know who the fuck Usher is? Like, Usher got the only one and only people that's got a diamond apple. Like, this dude got hits for hits for hits. I mean, he got hits on everything he put out. But uh, who I would like to see, let me put it like this. Let me break it down. For rap, the next person I would like, i like to see somebody go against Buster Rhymes. Cause Buster Rhymes had a lot of good hits. I would like to see somebody go against him. I'd like to see uh somebody go against LL since he went, you know, he was one of the OG OGs and they had a lot of music. I know Car one time I LL don't want to see him. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Caris. I don't know who uh who that who you talking to, what's your crowd, but you know. But I would like to see somebody go against either LL. I like to see somebody go against Buster. I like to see somebody on the RB side go against Usher. And then if you're gonna do producers, man, I, I I want some a producer to just say challenge JD. Challenge JD, cause he got a lot of stuff too. And let's sit and let's, you know, let's see who can step up to the plate and go against them. All right, let's hear from this.
3: If y'all could just see the expressions on the faces when he said J.D. (laughs) Let me hear from Steve. I know Steve has had more on his Sony headphones with the CD cassette deck on it. So, uh, Steve, let us know what you want to hear on your
2: cassette deck. Flash high Yeah, man. So, I I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I I thought Marlon was gonna say something like the Temptations versus the (laughs) Jackson. I thought he was gonna say something like that. I really, I really did, did, man. I really did. But but you know the you know what everybody wants always talk about, man. Um <laughs> Jay Z versus you know what I'm saying, Eminem man. You know, a lot of people want to what? see that. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be real, 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 real nice. Can you get can you can you take can can you get one of the, you know, biggest two of the biggest selling um artists and you know what I'm saying, to sit down together and, and just go at it and compare tracks. You know what I'm saying? Like I would uh, no. love I would love to see that, man. I, I'm just saying, like, I ain't going to say it's going to happen, but I would love to see that. Um, th- Those two guys just sit down and just, you know what I'm saying, go back and forth with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, we already see you know, we already seen the Jay-Z and Nas. We don't want to see that again. Uh, they already went, went at it. See you know who? Jay-Z and Nas, they already gone at it. You know what I'm saying? Either all that stuff. I, I don't know I don't know if that's going to, you know what I'm saying, really, you know what I'm saying, make people want to sit down. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Me? Eminem and, and Jay-Z, man. I, I, that's what I want to see. Oh. T, I know you're
0: itching
3: over there. Go ahead. T.
0: Um, I'm not sure about the Eminem and Jay-Z. Um, I, yeah, I don't I don't want to see that. Like, no, I don't want to see that. But hey, everybody, you know, that's <laughs> what you want to see. Um, but I would say this. Maybe I'm stretching a little bit, but I would like to see like a a boys to men. Somebody like that, maybe go against Jodeci, maybe. I don't know. Or oh. I'm or, i because I, I like. like it. I want. I want the artist that you think nobody can beat. Like, who would want to go against R. Kelly? Like, who would you get to go against R. Kelly? Oh, I know I'm not going to play Dang R. Kelly. music, but who would you get to go against R. Kelly? Um, and I like when Marlon brought out LL. LL going to be a tough one. I don't know if anybody can beat L. To be honest with you, Snoop probably had the best opportunity. The chains. Maybe Snoop probably had the best opportunity, but not too many other artists. Now I do like the idea of a producer versus producer, like you brought up JD. I don't know who you can get to go against JD, um, to be honest with you. Now, I mean, somebody like Pharrell would blow him out. Pharrell? Would blow him out. But dude, that's an unfair fight though. I mean, that's just keeping funky. JD got some stuff, but Pharrell, uh, cause Pharrell, you know, he ain't just got the R&B and then the uh, rap hits, the hip hop hits. He got pop, whole bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah. but the producer thing I think would be dope because, you know, you got the Dr. Dre's of the world, the Pharrell's of the world, um, Timbaland. Also, you got to remember Cool and Dre, uh, they were hot producers at one point in time. Um, even, uh, mm-hmm. you know what, would y'all like to see DJ Khaled in a, um, a, a, a versus? I think it would be entertaining as hell. Be honest, <laughs> I think that would be super <laughs> entertaining just because of DJ Khaled, who he is. Like, that would be – super, super, super just yeah. but you know what, But in some, some of those old school artists, I saw uh, Timlin posted Sade versus Patti LaBelle that would be great oh. but they old, so I mean they older, so people really wouldn't probably get into it like that, but I like the whole versus thing, but just keep making more fair fights, I, I mean I like you said the Snoop and, um, and uh, DMX was great but if you really think about it, that really wasn't no fair fight X got some stuff, but he ain't got what Snoop got but throw somebody against Drake. Do Drake. What? X ain't got no stuff to go against Snoop, bro. No, you don't. I don't think you understand how far Snoop go back, bro. Well, you oh, you do know. I, forgot, I know you that, 50, X, so You are five. X, X, so. X,
1: dropped, X dropped 20 hits, man. X had, man, he had some hits on
0: that. And Snoop got like 50 of them. had some hits. And once again, oh. 50. But, but like I said, but once again, Snoop can double up on X, bro. Like, X got some stuff. but Snoop can double up on him. Bro, if you really think about it, Snoop is the most successful hip-hop artist damn near in history
3: outside of LL. Let me let me add something fellas, Before we go all day. Um, <laughs> DMX said that Snoop actually inspired Get At Me Dog. If that doesn't tell you how many records that Snoop has really just hidden back on the cut, Snoop is in a whole different category. Like L is in a whole different category. Now, and I like what Marlon brought up. KRS-One is a better rapper and lyricist by far. But going up versus yeah. LL, it's not just about skills, It's about nostalgia and popularity, too. It's a whole bunch of things in there. one will be sent back to the desert, way back with his big nose. Just keep (laughs) it real. Them nostrils will not survive going against L. No. Now, the next one, I think, Steve said, I love Eminem, Steve, and I know Eminem is there, but when it comes to, like, popular, popular music, jay Z's going to kill my boy M on that part. He's going to kill a lot of people on that. Yep. Jay-Z's got a lot of pop. I'm not going to say skill for skill. This isn't, it's not about skill. That's where people get it mixed up. Because if I really want to see a group that I want to see, but I know it's not possible, I want to see Wu-Tang versus the Outcast. Oh. And the only reason why I say Wu-Tang is because that's a whole different group. That's that straight up New York hip-hop, I can't stand Southern music to save my life. And the outcast, this is a globally known commodity. Everybody around the yeah. globe can say they know a lot of this. A lot of this, it's true hip-hop versus the other. I think that'll be a pretty good one, but it's it's no way to really do that because you got to be yeah. definitely on your hip-hop to know Wu-Tang. Yeah. You got to yeah. be. You can't just be casual. With with Outkast, I can be a casual listener and love the Outkast. They got hard, yeah. to take it, but they got too much of it to go. Um, real quick, who would I really say? It's not too many people that I want to see. I just really want to see. In hip-hop, I want to see who can give L a fight beside Drake. That's, and That's the man. only one I can say.
1: But I still I miss- want to see I want to see UGK versus 8-Ball uh, and MJG.
3: But that's still, that's like pure hip-hop. That's like not too many people going to grasp on UGK. Not too many people going to know about 8-Ball. True. It's like way back there. They're tight. Trust me, we love them. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we got to get the ones that's got the, the more pop kind of thing. Like, if Will Smith had a few more to go, I'd put Will Smith against a few people because summertime is going to break a lot of people down. Yeah. Girls ain't nothing but trouble. Uh, that one. Yeah. Oh, no. Parents don't understand. Yeah. Parents girls don't ain't understand. The trouble. Yeah. He's got yeah. a few, but it's not enough to keep him going right now.
0: But, Barry, so you toughest one. You made a great point. I didn't mean, to cut you off, but you made a great point. I just thought about I want to make sure you get this out. Like you said, you got to use people who have been, in, been out in the open as far as making pop hits. It's going to be hard to find a true artist, like the true essence of their. Like, say, if you go get an underground ground artist, it's going to be hard to find somebody to go up versus against them because nobody really know their music like that. So you got to get those popular artists. But, to, but, but to, to piggyback what you said, too, there is no way in the hell Drake can be LL. I, even though popular as Drake is, he ain't fooling with LL, man, because that nostalgia hit, it's a rap. You can't – it's hard. All the only way you can fight nostalgia, you got to fight some more nostalgia with it. Last time I checked, right foot check, left foot stop. That ain't nostalgia right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not. So, it's not gonna be, you know, I'm bad, I'll squat you like a jelly bean. It's not gonna nah. be that. Nah. You come, if you come in that LL, I'm trying to say, anybody coming at LL, they're gonna be looking like cannabis. Honestly. Yeah. Just like cannabis.
3: They went point. to the Army. <laughs> right <laughs> Real quick guys real Apparently quick. you never heard of Little Yachty <laughs> <laughs> Real quick guys
2: How about this How about this Just for like entertainment purposes And because of their history Right Entertainment, entertainment purposes and because of their history Jeezy versus You know what I'm saying A Gucci Hell no Like a trap, like a trap music one No, no. If they if have they to be the same they don't it's not, kill each other No, it's not. Everybody's going to grab.
3: Not everybody's going to gravitate toward it. That's the. That's that's what we emphasize. You can have a real. Some of the underground artists and some of these really like gangster artists are mad Mm -hmm. popular in the black community. But when you go way outside of us to some other, you might hear one or two know it, but some of them going to look at you crazy.
0: Like think about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, for the black community, yeah, that would be a great little for the ghetto. I wouldn't say the black community for the ghetto community that would be a great versus battle. But I'm just keeping one hundred. When the last time you heard a white person rap word for word "Trap or Die," or "Freaky Girl," or um, what else? I don't know. So icy. I don't know. I don't even know how Gucci music like that. But I, I, I get I got, like it's, I get, it's a good verses, but uh, I don't know, man. It's gonna be hard to sell to everybody.
2: Hey, on the lighter note though, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say this: I went to Georgia Southern, so <laughs> There was a lot of white folks Yeah, know. These all <laughs> But not knowing what the heck he's talking about. But those people, but you got to think
0: about this. Those people, they grew up in our same age. You know what I'm saying? We were, the, like, we were around the same age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the thing about the versus battle, what makes it great, you got people who 50, 55, people who Marlon age, Satrapane age. <laughs> if you watch the first the age. But if you got people who Marlon age, Watch a versus battle with Jeezy and, and Gucci Mane. They ain't gonna know what the hell they' talking about. <laughs> Tony Brax, Tony Brax a sniper rifle. What is like, Tony Braxton sniper rifle? I don't know what that is.
2: Hey Marlon, Marlon, real What's quick.
0: Up? We gotta have a versus battle where people Marlon age can enjoy. Marlin. I'm just hey, Marlon. Speaking
2: What's of up? that, who 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 will win? The Commodores or Earth Wind and Fire? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> on the real, on the real, though, both of them, hey, why, hey, why you laughing? All that bullshit you listen to, they got they start from them. That's true, though, that, that's true, that's true, that's You you they, And they'll tell you that, and they'll tell you that. that, that I like, <laughs> I like how y'all got me old as hell, but y'all niggas like, uh, uh pacify right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Barry. Oh. Barry look like he could go for an easy 50. Terrence, you look like you can go for an easy 47. No, nope, that's, that's <laughs> a lie. That's a lie. Hey, I still got my hairline. I'm still good, my boy. You
0: got your hairline. Hey. You know, I would not give you that south page. You like Exactly.
1: You line. know I got, you got my hairline. I still I got that hairline. I keep <laughs> my hairline. Well, you,
3: you fellas, know. I want to interject one thing. I want to interject one thing too while we're talking about this. When I really think about it, I would want to see Outcasts against Wu Tang. The reason why, not yeah. just the Wu Tang records, but it's stuff like the Erica Badu. Not uh, what was it, Mary J. Blige and Method Man. You um, just made two good ones there. Cause they did a lot of people. They were like a lot of when they did a lot of pop music together. They were on a lot of pop music. But I don't mm-hmm. think you can use that in a versus battle if you're doing Wu Tang.
0: You can it's throw like, anything
3: that, that Wu Tang is on. Then
0: you got to include ooh, Method ooh, and Redman. That's cheating, bro. That's Has key. Mary been in versus? Nah, she ain't been in versus yet. But who can you get to go against her though? Nah, she ain't been in it. But she got she'll she be.
1: She'll be. She'll be.
0: Shirley Blige. I
1: care. Mariah Carey.
0: Mariah Carey. Out the water, bro. That's an unfair fight. You gotta put Beyonce. Mariah,
1: versus Janet.
0: You gotta put. You gotta to go against Mariah. You gotta put somebody like Beyonce.
3: Mary. don't No, get Janet, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson Jenny versus Jackson. Mariah. That
0: would be a good. Huh? One. I think that would be a good one. Janet That's got Janet got that pop up appeal, so yeah. She got that holiday, yeah,
2: yeah. The holiday, song too. That just like everybody. The
0: reason why I wouldn't say Mary is not a good matchup for Mariah because you got to think about Mary, like like Mary got hits. Don't get me wrong, but yes, as far as the black community, we gravitated yeah. more towards Mary. Mariah was like, I agree. everybody enjoyed. Not saying everybody enjoy Mary, but Mary mm-hmm. don't go worldwide like Mariah do. So you gotta find another artist. What like you gotta
1: think about it? <laughs> what y'all have to think about it. You gotta find your twenty best songs, though. True? It ain't like you. It ain't like you, you going to a whole damn catalog. That's true. You gotta find your yeah. best twenty songs. twenty best
3: songs, but and, and
1: I'm saying, Mar- 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 got yeah. But dude, you gotta think about. It. Mariah got like fifteen number one hits, bro. Yeah, that's what I was tilt. saying. That's what I was saying she about Usher. Usher had a lot girl. of number one hits, and Chris Brown was like, "I can beat him in features." It's like, dude, man, who the you must not know who this dude is. Yeah,
2: you might Usher. beat him in a dance off. <laughs> but that's 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 close right there. That's, that's the even close. But you ain't finna beat
1: this man the Record for record.
0: <laughs> Reason why I wouldn't like that versus battle, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I wouldn't like that versus battle. Chris Brown is basically a Usher baby almost. <laughs>
1: hmm.
2: <laughs> if you really gotcha. think that's he's true.
0: a Michael Jackson slash Usher baby. It's really what he is. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, just
0: like, it, it's just like me saying, man, Kobe can beat Mike. No, the hell he can't. No, he ain't. No, Kobe would never beat Mike. <laughs> Everything yes. he did, he got it from Mike. It's
1: nothing. Yeah, happening. he even that's told you saying. that.
3: Michael Jackson had three kids. If you really think about it, well, a few. He had a, a Usher. He had a Chris <laughs> Brown. Then he had a Justin Ooh. Timberlake. Beyonce too. Justin Beyonce,
0: Just Beyonce
2: versus too. Usher.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you try to get those to go against the original, it's not going to be the same. Like I say, that, what about
2: JT? Mm-hmm. JT versus Usher?
0: That would be a good. <laughs> That would be a good one. Justin Dimbley. Oh, yeah, that would be a mm-hmm. great one. That would be. I want yes. to oh, see. Gosh. I want to see
1: David Ruffin versus. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie
3: Kane. Eddie Kane,
0: <laughs> Eddie
1: Kane Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie
0: Kane
3: Jr. <laughs> oh, man. Hey,
0: go hey, cool. hey, pull the David niggas out their grave anybody. and tell them to come on here. David Ruffin versus anybody. I'm down. For
1: hey, David Any Ruffin was bad. Oh, man. David Ruffin. David Ruffin versus Bobby Brown.
0: Hey, but real talk before we get up out of here, though. Real. <laughs> hey, somebody might answered my question. I want to ask all of y'all who, like, even though we know this man would never be shown in the versus battle, but who can beat R. Kelly? I think R. Kelly like
2: the
1: <laughs> undisputed champ. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, with you,
1: I'm, with you on that, Terrence. I just don't see it. I know nobody can beat I Kelly, don't. bro. I don't well, see Ooh, it. this is you no, know, this is the thing. Yeah.
2: In That's a tough one rest
3: in peace it had to be somebody it's the people that aren't here that can hang with r kelly because you're only doing 20 hits and you're doing your most popular mm. so the people that i would put versus r kelly one that i know that might destroy him prince oh yep yeah you yeah. mm-hmm. the
2: second mm-hmm. one believe it or not michael jackson yeah, Prince and yeah. AJ.
3: If you have to do something
0: like that, bro, ain't nobody touching R. Kelly, bro. That boy,
2: yeah. they, That's, yeah. it's still amazing
3: That's...
0: that R. Kelly can't read or write, but to make that type of music, you a bad yeah. boy that can't read or write. Like you
3: said you said yeah. like 20 hits. Like He's and, yeah. and you talk about Prince, you talking about people that fill up arenas across the globe.
2: Yeah. Yeah man yeah that, that yeah that's like the Thanos R and B when, it, when yeah. you got people that are in
3: <laughs> Antarctica. The one man in Antarctica is playing beat it right now,
2: mm.
1: That's young man. Y'all,
2: man. That's, y'all that's see
1: uh, y'all see Jeffrey Epstein's list coming out. Ooh, oh that hey, you you foreshadow some stuff, trust me.
0: We are gonna talk about it. we're gonna discuss that sooner or later. Trust the Detail. Oh, we're we'll for the details to come out. Old oh, to believe me, we going <laughs> to talk about <to> that.
2: <laughs> this you know, this is looking crazy,
0: crazy, man. We got a lot. We, oh, that's coming down the pipe. But hey, fellas, yeah. man, we had a great show once again. Mr. He-Man, Woman, Hater, you served your purpose. So once again, I do appreciate you. You make it so easy for people to beat you in these things. Because you don't have no idea what the hell you talk talking about. No, I won. Celtics. Yeah, your own, your own little mind, you won, but we all know the truth. <laughs> told you, man. We need that Ryan like
2: Hollis. My one today, <laughs> hey, we
0: need that Ryan Hollis. You're right about that, yeah. a.k.a. <laughs> key man Woman Hater, a.k.a. Steve himself. Cleveland A.
2: Get <laughs> y'all, man. Cleveland job, A.
1: Man. A. <laughs> oh man
0: hey man but, hey. I, I, I think this is a wrap bro hey man I appreciate it once again man uh, Barry uh, got dropped off so it is what it is so we're going to speak oh. with um, Darker Polo or whatever the hell his name is I forget I don't know but we'll leave it there hey man once again <laughs> hey, if you enjoy our show make sure you please go subscribe on iTunes once again it's unapologetic perspectives maybe I am an a-hole or you also can hit us up on SoundCloud but other, other than that I hope everyone enjoy their week. And once again, we'll be back yeah. with you again on next Monday. Peace.
1: Peace. Peace. Peace.